What is up, you guys? It's your host, Adriana Bowman, and this is the very first episode of the IPA Lot When I Drink Breaking the Seal on Beer podcast. Um, this is, as I said, the first episode. So, just to do a little background, my name is Adriana Bowman. I'm a college student here in the Boston area, and I love craft beer. And that is why I decided to start this little podcast of mine. Um, Specifically, I love IPAs. So, um, yeah, I came to love craft beer growing up because on family vacations, we stopped at a brewery everywhere we went. Um, And my big sister and my mom especially got me into it. So this is kind of dedicated to them. And yeah, now I'm finally legal as of September of 2020, and I hope to take my marketing degree and apply it in the beer industry. Um, And as I just said, I am 21. I am new to the beer game. I'm definitely not a beer connoisseur, uh, so don't take, take everything I say with a grain of salt. Um, There's no specific order I am trying these beers in, uh, so just bear with me. And if you're new to beer too or you're not really a beer drinker, then you can learn with me. This is just a learning experience for everyone. Um, So yeah, this first episode, I am going to be reviewing Lamplighter Brewery, um, which is in Cambridge, Mass., Um, And also, I forgot to mention, I am only, I'm really focusing on just reviewing uh, breweries in the local Boston area, but I definitely in the future plan to be doing like uh, episodes featuring different cities or states uh, because, for example, I live in Florida, so when I go home, I definitely plan on doing one or two episodes dedicated to craft beer in Florida, but yeah. So Lamplighter, this is a brewery that I've never ever tried before and I haven't been there either because of COVID unfortunately. So I went to Fenway Craft Beer Cellar and I built my own six pack filled with six Lamplighter uh, craft beers. And so a little background on Lamplighter, as I said, it's in downtown Cambridge and these flavors look so cool I can't even I can't even wait to open them it's been so hard for them sitting in my fridge a couple of days um and not to drink them so uh these flavors are really awesome and their main focus uh is to have really cool they're focusing on flavor driven beers and these aroma packed with aromas um really cool ones so they for example, one of these beers, they're like, look for the lavender and orange peel, jasmine, biscuit, toasted coriander, all these cool things. So um, it's kind of, they're taking twists on traditional beers um, and adding their own unique ingredients to make them great. And also on their website, they have a huge emphasis on New England style IPAs, which are my favorite. Um, obviously, this is the first episode but, and no one knows this, but um, my favorite beer ever is the Harpoon IPA, just regular Harpoon, um, and it's New England style IPA. It's so amazing that when I studied abroad, that's the beer I wanted to drink when I was in Europe, which is crazy, but um, yeah, so 
I am going to basically be opening up these beers, um, tasting each one and judging each one, reviewing, and I'm going to give them a score out of 10. So I'm going to give you guys the rundown on what I'm looking for in, in my rubric, if you will. So I haven't even cracked open these cans and I have six pint glasses too because that's how you should drink a beer in a pint glass and you should your beer should be ice cold um so I'm gonna be looking for the color it's gotta look good if I'm gonna drink it because if it looks nasty I don't it's gonna be it points off the aroma since um their main focus is on aroma packed and crazy flavors uh let's put that to the test it has to smell good the flavor, obviously. Um, I I have one porter in here, which I'm trying to get into porters more, and I'm currently not a huge fan, but uh, the flavors and the uh, tasting notes the website told me to look for for this porter I grabbed looked really delicious. So the flavor's got to be good. And the mouthfeel. If it's not going down well, then I need a spittoon or something. I don't know. Oh, it's got to it's gotta feel good going down. So I'm going to give a score out of 10. Um, so yeah, that's just a little background, some, some rubric. Um, so yeah, I am going to get started. The first beer I am going to be reviewing is Lamplighter's Deja Vu, which is a wit beer ale, wit beer, wit buyer. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> I am new to this, as I said. Whit beer ale with lavender, coriander, and orange peel. That sounds literally so, so delicious. And the cans of these beers are also awesome. I'm going to post a picture on my Instagram, which is ipa.law when I drink. So go ahead and give it a follow to um, stay updated with the podcast. Um, and so you can take a look at these really cool cans, but yeah, um, so this Deja Vu, it is, as I said before, what beer ale, 5.1% on the alcohol, um, blood level scale, alcohol, ABV, what am I even saying? It's 5.1, so this one, it's actually just 5, it says here on the can, that's weird, on the website it said 5.1, but anyway, um, this isn't going to get you crazy, crazy drunk or anything, not like a traditional IPA. Um, and this beer is brewed with raw wheat and spiced with toasted coriander, orange peel, and lavender. So, let me grab this pint glass. We need to s listen for the sound of the can, because that's the most satisfying part. Let's see, this is tough to open right now. Whoa, that was weird. Okay. A lot of foam. Did not shake this. Pouring into my pine glass. Whoa, it's spilling. That's okay. It's supposed to be fun. This has got a great head on this beer. Um, a lot of foam. Immediately right off the bat, I... Um, um, it's it's like yellow almost, like a banana shade, um, and it's very foggy. You cannot see through this at all. So um, I'm just going to let it, the foam set for a second. Um, some tasting notes. This beer it said to look out for. 
toasted coriander biscuit and Meyer lemon. So let's keep that in mind. All right, this is starting to go down. I really like the color of this beer. It kind of reminds me of this um, beer I've tried in Dayton, Ohio from Warped Wing, which is a brewery based in Dayton, as I just said. <laughs> um, it is, oh, this beer is starting, the foam is going down really fast. All right. Uh, start, the name is blanking on me right now. I will, when I remember it, I'll let you know. All right, so I'm gonna pour a little bit more because the foam set kind of fast there at the end. All right, let's give this a taste. I didn't smell it, I just realized it's literally one of my things. Uh, good thing I just got foam in my mouth. But anyway, this is trial and error. <laughs> um, so yeah, the color, as I said, it has a really good hazy, very foggy yellow banana color. Um, smell. I feel like I'm definitely getting lemon vibes from this beer. I'm not smelling this lavender, though. Hmm. Maybe, maybe just a tad. I'm definitely smelling the coriander, though. Alright. I'm gonna pour this all in here. There, these six beers here, they are also... Um, it's a full pint, and I have these full pint glasses. So, it's going to be a pretty tipsy Wednesday for me. Okay, now I'm going to give it a good tasting after we got to smell it. I'm just getting very, like, just the smell is hoppy. Like, it smells like regular any beer, honestly. Um, walking into a bar, like that traditional beer smell. Okay. I'm going to give it a taste. That is so good. <laughs> I really, really like this. Um, I'm definitely noticing that biscuit vibe um, that they told me to look for. And I don't know about, I mean, I, it kind of smells like lemon, but it tastes like orange a little bit. Like, um... Like, it almost tastes like UFO, if you know that beer, which Harpoon also makes. Mm. The flavor is really good. It's in mouthfeel, super easy to drink. It's not crazy strong. It's literally only 5.1 percentage on the alcohol scale. Um, and the foam on top settled really fast. It, this is a really good beer. Let me give it one more sip. I am, I'm getting very minor notes of the toasted coriander, but that to, that, like, not smoked, but like, like toast almost, not toast, that's something you'd find in like Chardonnay or something, but that toasty flavor, I'm definitely picking up. Hmm, based on the color, aroma, flavor, and mouthfeel of this beer, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Because I've had better just ales, but I'm not saying this is bad. This is definitely one of the best. I think um, they definitely could maybe add orange as a, 
a note to look for when tasting. And uh, I think the, the biscuit's a little weird. I want to eat my Girl Scout cookies, not drink them, you know? Mmm. Super yummy. Super yummy. All right. I'm going to put that one down. And we're going to move on to the next one. I'm going to grab a paper towel. Okay. So, that was an 8 out of 10. Great work, Deja Vu. Deja Vu, am I right? Not really. I'm in midterms right now, so... I, I don't think anything really is deja vu right now. Okay, moving on to our next beer from Lamplighter. This one is called Hooked on Phenolics. Phenolics, yes. I looked up the pronunciation before I did this because I had never heard of this word before. <laughs> Anyways, this is definitely the coolest can out of them all, I think. Um, and because it has every, not every single one, but like the alphabet of many of their uh brews which i think is really cool uh and this is a belgian style ipa so just like the other one it's also it's 5.1 percent um alcohol volume and it's a pint um and this beer is uh, a hoppy ale fermented with their spice forward belgium wit yeast that crack was very nice um and the tasting notes we need to look for here this one is really interesting to me. Jasmine, lemon bar, and cardamom. So, great open. Let's pour it in. Not going to overpour this time. All right. Okay, right off the bat, I'm seeing the exact same yellow banana-y. Um, not as foggy as the last one. This one definitely is a bit more not clear it's still hazy um and unfiltered almost but it is that same yellow color um and just a slight bit clearer um the foam is taking a while to go down when i was studying abroad in europe i was in the netherlands in this small little town called well I lived in a castle through my school. It was awesome. And I was studying abroad during the spring 2020 um, semester. So I was only there for six weeks versus 12 weeks. Thanks to COVID, Miss Rona. That was so fun being sent home. Um, not. And uh, anyway, where I was in the Netherlands was very, um, I was in like, the southeast almost on the border with Germany and Belgium and I never got to go to Belgium unfortunately I got to go to Germany and the beer there was awesome uh, the beer in Amsterdam was awesome the beer in London was awesome I am sad I never I couldn't I can't really compare this Belgium style I paid anything but maybe it'll be like the beers I had in Germany all right so I'm gonna give this a smell see what we're picking up on okay I'm definitely getting the lemon bar and it it smells a bit sweeter than the last one and I have a sweet tooth I love sweet things so um that's a good sign 
Yeah, this one just kind of smells a bit sweeter. Um, almost not really like an IPA, but waiting for the foam to settle. But yeah, um, I think this one should be good. Maybe it'll be better than the last. I know when I was just basing off what I've had in Europe, the when they served the beer there, it was not ice cold. It was like almost room temperature. And I did not love that. Uh, I like my beer cold AF. So, let's... Okay, I'm going to pour the rest and give it a taste. Oh my god. That one is also so fucking good. That is so good. It's very hoppy. And just like Harpoon, it's giving me Harpoon vibes. I'm definitely picking up on the cardamom. Um, it's stronger than the, the coriander I tasted in the last one. This is a kind of beer I would want to get at a bar with my friends for dinner, like eating wings or get some McDonald's, bring it home, crack one of these open. Boom. Amazing. I really really like this beer and it's definitely that spice forward yeast that they said they ferment it with it definitely it's not it's not spicy but you can like taste the spices like it's definitely a very complex a lot of flavors going on on the tongue right now and for mouthfeel it is very hoppy, and it's. I don't think it's as smooth as the last one, but um, I think it, flavor-wise, is great. I am, yeah, the mouthfeel, it's, it's fine if you like beer. I think this is not something you would try getting into beer. I think the last one is definitely something, um, a good, a better starter beer, um, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Maybe even, I don't know if I should, mm, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. It it really just reminds me of any hoppy IPA. It also is kind of reminding me of Harpoon's Longfall, which they just came out with um, a few months ago. I know I keep talking about Harpoon on here. That is one of the only beers I drink and that's and that is why I also started this podcast I need to broaden my beer my beer tastings what I drink so this is a 9 out of 10 I want to keep drinking this but I'm gonna move on because I have four more beers and they have more much more alcohol mmm that one's so good okay let's move on okay so this next one, I'm also really excited for because it is the highest, it has the highest alcohol percentage, and I love those kinds of beers because you only need one to have some fun. I mean, you don't need to, you know, drink to have fun, but it is a lot of fun. And doing creative marketing, it helps me with my creativeness, so um, hopefully... My professors aren't listening. <laughs> Anyways, 
So this one, I just cracked it open. I keep forgetting I want to do the little crack test in the microphone, but that's fine. Um, I am, so this one is called Rabbit Rabbit. It is a double IPA. It has 8.5% alcohol, full pint. We're going to pour it in. Rabbit, I love that name, Rabbit Rabbit, because I was born in 1999, which is the year of the rabbit. A lot of foam here. Might have overdid it again. Just a tad, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one, the foam is going away really, really fast. Um, it's orange. It's It looks like harpoon. It does not look like the other two I just tried. Uh, the bubbles, the foam, the bubbles, the foam um, isn't as dense. A lot more air in there. The spear's getting me burpy. I am my mother's daughter. Every time she would drink beer, she would burp so much. And I was like, Mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I keep burping. Okay, so yes. Right off the bat, this is... It's very, very foggy. You cannot see through it that much. It is a nice orange color. Um, almost looks like... I'm trying to think of a basic beer everyone would drink. Not a Bud Light, but like... Um, maybe like a Miller, but not that clear. Like, hazy. Um, so this one, they say, is a dangerously drinkable New England style. Love that. Double IPA brewed with Citra, Amarillo, and Idaho 7. Um... You can take a look on Lamplighter's website. They have a description of all their brews. And I believe the first two and this one are also for sale in retail at the brewery. I, as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, got these at Fenway Brewing Company. Uh, or Fenway Craft Beer Cellar <laughs> Brewing Company. So they had some of the beers I have weren't for sale at Lamplighter as of right now. Um, but you can definitely find them in the local Boston area. Okay, so I'm going to give this, so also I should mention the tasting notes they say to look for, um, tropical hop candy, which I don't know what that is, and ripe mango, and that sounds so delicious. So I'm going to give this a smell. Oh yeah, you can smell the tropical. It, it's fruity. The mango. I am picking up mango vibes. It just smells, yeah, I guess, just a bit sweeter. Yeah. Mm, I'm so excited. I'm going to take a sip. Even though the foam is, there's, it's very prominent. I'm still going to. I'm going to dive right in. That is so good. Okay. Immediately, you're getting that like tropical mango fruity flavor um but then at the end it kind of changes and so for the mouthfeel it's you can taste the alcohol a lot more and it's a little harder to go down um hmm oh yeah the longer it sits in your mouth the more you can taste the alcohol so this is definitely a beer I would have um, maybe going to Lamplighter once they reopen with my friends. 
Um, maybe they have games or me and my friends like to bring cards. This is a beer I would drink during that. It's a it's a it's a sipping beer, but it's not like I don't I wouldn't enjoy the flavor on this one a lot cuz I can just really taste the alcohol. Mm, but it is really yummy. Mmm. I don't know what to give this one. I think I'm also going to give this one, like the first one, an 8 out of 10. Because I really like when beers are this orange color. Because, again, it reminds me of Harpoon. It's a New England style IPA. A double IPA, which I love that. I really like the tropical um, and mango flavor. And... I like how it does have a lot of alcohol because that's fun. When I go to a brewery, I am looking to get a little tipsy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not just going to go and have one and be done. I'm going to get a flight, and then from that flight, I'm going to get my favorite. So this one, mm, this one's so good. This is one I would definitely, if I hadn't tried it before, this is probably the first one I would have ordered at Lamplighter. All right, delicious. We're gonna move on, and next we have the porter. Oh, and as I said, I don't really like porters, but this, and I wasn't going to get one, but when I went to the store, the Fenway Craft Beer store, I um, was looking for just lamp lighters in the individual cans. And I couldn't find any more IPAs after I found the other five. And I wanted to do six, so... And I didn't want to ask for help. So I just grabbed this. Um, so this one is the porter. It's called Werewolves of Cambridge, which is kind of funny. And the, the can is really cool on this one, too. 7.5% uh, alcohol. And for this one, they said... This is what made me feel a little better about it on their website. They said that this is an approachable porter, which is great because I don't like to approach porters. Um, and it's a medium-bodied, smooth, and roasty porter. So let's crack it open. That was beautiful. Um, and some tasting. Oh, that is so dark. Look how dark this is. That is crazy. Okay, so this looks like I'm pouring coffee right now. Um, and some tasting notes they said to look for. Cold brew. Definitely looks like it to me. Toffee. Ooh, and I can, I can smell it from here. It's kind of sweet. And dark chocolate, which dark chocolate's my favorite chocolate. All right, so... I don't drink porters a lot, so I really, really wasn't expecting it to be this dark. Um, one of the only porters I've had was in Provincetown Brewing Company, and I went there in October, and they had, um, they had one that was dedicated, I believe. Uh, I'm not sure. I forget, but it was. Um, sparkly and that's why I got it because there were sparkles in it and I got it part of the flight because you could build your own flight um and it was really cool and but I did not like it uh, I like the sparkles just not the beer okay so this yeah as I said before it's 7.5 um 
it's on their website it says 7.3 percent so that's just a little weird that the percentages are different on the cans versus the website anyways um let's get so yeah it's very dark it's almost black you cannot see through it at all um all right we're gonna look smell it right now it's so sweet uh Oh, I the smell of it just makes me think I'm not gonna like it. I wish I liked all kinds of beers, but I just and I'm not a picky person at all, but okay. I smelled it enough. Kinda nervous. I'm I I'm sure someone who loves porters would love this. Um I'm just not sure. Maybe I'm just psyching myself out. Let's just taste it. Here we go. Oh, that is, okay, it tastes so good. I'm going to tell you why I made that sound. So, I'm definitely tasting the coffee and the dark chocolate. At tiny minor hints of toffee, but mainly coffee, which, love that. Love coffee. Um, love dark chocolate. So, flavor is perfect. I think that the flavors that they said to look for in this beer were the most prominent versus the other ones I've tried. Um, Mouthfeel, definitely heavy. Um, it's just a lot at once, kind of in your mouth, like, ooh. And, and it's, the flavor is kind of intense, so going down, it's like, ooh. Like, I held it in there for a second, and that's why I made that little sound, but I do really like this. I feel like I could drink one of these. That's it. I don't think I could do a flight. Uh, maybe I could do a flight. I do one of those little flight glasses. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It is very intense, like, kick-ass flavor in the beginning. Oh, but really, it's really, it tastes yummy. It's just, like, it's hard to swallow. Um... I think, yeah, I think if you like porters, you'll love this. I'm personally going to give it a 6 out of 7 because it's definitely better than the one porter I've tried before, but um, this is still very thick. It's like it's like thick beer, which I don't really know if I like am on that vibe with everyone else with porters, you know? Um, I'm definitely going to let my friends finish this, but... Yeah, a good porter. Definitely the best I've ever tried. Okay. Next. This one, this next one, I'm most excited for. I'm going to take a sip of water to cleanse my mouth. It's called Virtual Vacation. Um, this is also a very cool can. I... I don't know exactly when they released this one, but I'm guessing it was when COVID started because virtual vacation. Um, this is an Indian Pale Ale IPA with coconut, pineapple, and almond extract. That sounds so freaking good. Um, so this is one of their cocktail-inspired drinks. It's actually their second cocktail-inspired beer brewed with... They're friends at Vitamin C, 
SEA Brewing in Weymouth, Mass. So um, that's pretty cool how they teamed up with another brewery to make this. Um, and it definitely fruity vibes, cocktail vibes that you'd get on a on a beach vacay. You know what I'm saying? I live in Florida now, and I would definitely, if I'm on a beach, I'm getting a pina colada, or I'm getting a sex on the beach, or I'm getting a margarita, or something like that. Um, not a beer, so that's kind of cool that they created this. Um, tasting notes they want us to pick up for. We'll open this first really fast. I'll just say the tasting notes first. Macaroon, uh, macaroon as in like those coconut macaroons. Ripe pineapple, love pineapple, and marzipan. Ooh, that was a nice one. Okay. Let's get our pine glass. Ripe pineapple. I'm excited for that because I love pineapple. I actually have a pineapple tattoo dedicated to my best friend, and she has a strawberry for me. So we love pineapple. Um... This one, it looks like orange juice. You cannot see through it at all. It's totally orange. Yeah, it looks like look like it looks like you mix like orange juice with pineapple and and mango or something like that. I am so excited to try this. Okay, and the and the foam is going down so fast. Okay. Let's look for these aromas. I'm going to smell it. OMG. It smells like pineapple juice. Oh my god, it smells so good. If this tastes like a cocktail, it's going to be one of my favorite beers. It could fit the whole entire can in it. That's cool, because the other ones, the foam was just staying, and I couldn't. Um, oh, just got some on my phone. <laughs> Epic. Epic fail. Um, okay. Let's get into tasting this one. I cannot wait. OMG. Okay. That is so fucking delicious. It, you can definitely, I think the main flavor in this is the ripe pineapple. It's a little hoppy, but I like that. If you don't like that, um, I think that you would still like this beer. Um, and you can also, I'm getting hints of that coconut, which is really nice. Um, I'm not really getting the macaroon flavor, though, because I know um, macaroon, they're like toasted coconut, like, treats, if you will. And I'm not really getting that, but I'm definitely getting the coconut. Um, and the pineapple, and small minor hits of the marzipan. That is so easy to drink. You cannot really, like the hoppiness is in the beginning, and then it almost goes flat. Like, it is not as carbonated as the other beers. Um, and... It goes down so easily, like water. I just took a sip of water before this, and this was just as easy to swallow as the water. Um, better than water. I am giving this a 10 out of 10. I immediately love this one. It's so good. I'm going to keep it 
at like right in front of me so I don't have like I can have it while I'm drinking the last one and the rest of these I have four 16 pints of beer no I have six I have six I need to finish before the night is over and it's 10 54 p.m. Oh my god, these are so this one's so good. My friends are gonna want this one. I'm gonna be like, no. Mmm. Mmm. That is so good. Lady Boner. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was inappropriate. Anyway, so good. 10 out of 10. Loved that one. Okay, and now we're on to our last one. Ooh. I love that. I've never tried like a cocktail inspired beer. I you know, they're other beers, they kind of, like, in New England, they they have a lot of sports stuff, obviously. But and even in Florida, like, they don't even have, like, those kind of beach vibe beers that you want. Maybe, like, you want a nice, cold, like, uh, something basic, like Bud Light or Miller Light. A lot of people drink those on the beach, but because they're light and easy to drink, they're they're lagers right lagers easy but i would drink that on the beach i would drink several of those on the beach get crunk with my friends okay this is the last one it is called major tom i saved this one for last because it is a traditional new england style ipa um which i love that and the I really like the can on this. It's just a bunch of stars like stargazing in the summer with the moon and a little cat on the moon. I think it's really cute. I'm deathly allergic to cats, but I think this is really cute. Okay, so this beer, this IPA, is a hazy New England style IPA brewed 100% with Australian Galaxy Hops. So, okay, that's where we're getting the, the galaxy stars on the can. I have no idea what Australian galaxy hops means, but I'm hoping it tastes good. Um, my little sister went to Australia, so shout out to Lexi. All right. And some tasting notes they say to look for. Ripe peach, yum, passion fruit, and pineapple smoothie. Um, I don't know why it says pineapple smoothie, because I feel like you could just say pineapple, but it's fine. Okay, this one looks, oh, I just, it came back to me. I'll, I'll come back to that. I just had a thought. Um, this one is very similar to the second one. It's definitely yellow, more yellowy orange, more on the see-through side. Not see-through, it's like still... Um, hazy and unfiltered, but you can definitely, um, it's not as foggy as Virtual Vacation or, um, the very first one, which was the Deja Vu. Um, the thought I, that came to mind earlier when I was talking about the Belgium style IPA and kind of this one, um, this from Warped Wing, this, it was a lager I tried. It was my mom's favorite. Um, and it's called Trotwood. It's so good. It's only like 4.5% or something like that, but it's so yummy, and it's obviously very clear. It's a lager, but um, the second one and reminded me of that one a little bit, and this one is also reminding me of it just by looking at it, but 
obviously I have to taste it. So I told you the tasting notes, so let's smell it. The head on this one is very large. It's not going down, so. Okay. I'm getting that pineapple and that passion fruit. Um, I don't know if I would say I'm really getting the peach. I think peach has a very, like, distinct flavor uh, or s smell, obviously, and flavor. So I'm not really... I'm not really getting that right now, but maybe we'll taste it because that's a tasting now. All right, let's try it. Ooh, that was weird. Let me get one more set. Um... It's good. It's weird. So, yeah. On this can, it says that in, intense tropical fruit aromas. Um, definitely. Uh, it. Okay, so I'm going to go through what I went through. Let me take one more sip. Right when it hits your mouth, I think that's when you're getting that peach that I was talking about how I couldn't find earlier. And that pineapple. Then almost immediately after it hits your tongue, it is so hoppy. Um, Full-bodied mouthfeel. Very, like, almost like grass. Like, I'm literally, like, it tastes like the smell of grass, if you understand what I'm saying. So I don't know if I really like that. Ugh, like the end. That's why I made that. I do not like the end of that flavor. Like, the mouth, like... It's like, it's like you like the taste of something in the beginning, maybe like licorice, but then you're really starting to taste it and you're like, spit it out, vom, ew, never again. I'm low-key getting that vibe. Um, I like it. I just don't know if I would ever drink it again. This is just, or like, you know, that Jelly Belly, um... That game where you have, like, the bad ones and the good ones and you don't know which one you're going to get. It tastes like, like the lawnmower. But, yeah, grass. Mmm. And I, mmm. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just very bitter. But, like, the kind of bitter I don't think I like. Like, not, like, dark chocolate kind of bitter. Like, like, grass bitter. Um... I was so excited for this one. I feel like it's probably because of these Australian galaxy hops. Like, what even is that? If you know, let me know. But compared to, like, other New England-style IPAs, I guess, like, Trillium and um, Harpoon and even, like, other breweries, like, like, um... Hog Island and Cape Cod, like that, their IPA. This is just a weird ass IPA. Um, I think it's definitely an acquired taste that I am missing. So I would not drink this again, but it's not, it's not the worst ever. Um, I honestly like the porter better than this though, because the aftertaste is just so not my thing. 
Um, I'm going to give this Major Tom a 5 out of 10. Because the color is nice. The aroma is nice. The flavor in the beginning is fine. But the mouthfeel is quite awful towards the end for me. Uh, yeah. But, yep. That's what I'm, that's what I say. I said what I said. Okay. That is the end of my first podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I've never, ever done a podcast before, so this was, this is definitely going to be a little bit trial and error, so bear with me if you want to keep listening, but I hope you enjoyed. Uh, You can totally send me suggestions or give me suggestions on my Instagram um, DM or comment on my pictures. What brewery you think I should do next? Um, try to keep it within the Boston area. That's what I want to focus on. But yeah, and if you give these beers a try on your own, let me know what you think of them. I definitely will tell you right now the virtual vacation was my favorite. I also really liked the Belgian style IPA and the Rabbit Rabbit. Um, the Deja Vu was good. You know, I didn't really find that lavender, which I was really excited for. Um, The porter was a fine porter. I'm just not a porter girl, but I would drink it over this Major Tom. And it's not the worst. It's just that weird bitterness at the end for me. Um, But yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great, fabulous, tipsy, drunk, sober, whatever weekend with your favorite beer. Bye.